if we look close enough uh, and we can kind of piece it together, we can see those, those marks. What is an object? How do we read it? And how do we define what it means? This is a podcast about visual art at Auburn University. My name is Chris Molinsky, Director of Education at the Jewel Colin Smith Museum of Fine Art. Today, I talked with Elijah Gaddis about a quilt by the artist Catherine Somerville on loan from the Montgomery Museum of Fine Arts. Elijah selected this object as part of our new exhibition series, Object Lab, a way for us to investigate objects and their histories. Hi, I'm Elijah Gaddis. I'm an assistant professor of history at Auburn University. I study uh, primarily material culture, uh, material culture of the the Black South, the African-American South, um, after emancipation. Elijah and I are in the gallery looking at a quilt by artist Catherine Somerville, an African-American artist born about 1870 in Pickens County, Alabama. The quilt is two-sided, with what we call a log cabin pattern on one side and a checkerboard pattern on the other. The log cabin pattern is a really traditional, uh, uh, especially African-American quilting pattern, but not exclusively. And basically it's a series of of interlocking squares. So if you think about the sort of Russian nesting dolls, right? That there's, uh, you know, one one big square on the outside and then a slightly salt smaller square, slightly smaller square, slightly smaller square, slightly smaller square. And they're made up of, of um, really two or three different kinds of, of fabric there. And it's really recognizable once you know what it is. The, the fabric is uh, either denim, so jeans, uh, pieces of, of uh, cut up, kind of worn out denim and pieces of uh, some kind of, of a khaki material like we would think of with a pair of khakis, a pair of chinos uh, or another kind of tan uh, working clothes. When you get up close to this, what you begin to see, uh, especially on the front, are these these marks of uh, the person who had once worn them, these marks uh, that are on the fabric. Some of the pieces have what look like still dirt and stains on them. There are some pieces, um, my favorite on the front especially, are the pieces that are patched, right? So when we think about a patchwork quilt, it's made up of patches, right? Taken from another, from another, um, piece of fabric, but these, uh, this quilt is made up in part of, of pieces of fabric that have themselves been patched. And so I, I think there's just something really wonderful about that. And for me, it kind of mimics that, that structure, that Russian doll structure, right, um, of, of the quilt itself. Both sides of the quilt have many different kinds of marks. There are stitches and lines, patterns of many kinds of making. She's a really, really skilled quilter. 
And, and, um, and so she uses stitching in a really interesting way to kind of make uh, these, these patterns. Um, so it's not, they're not there just for a utility's sake, uh, but to my mind, at least, they make these kind of world patterns, W-H-O-R-L-E-D, uh, almost, like almost like a fingerprint. And so when I look at the front of this quilt, I think about, um, you know, the, the log cabin. I think about the structure that it's meant to, to replicate. I think about the people that, that wore these clothes. Um, I think about how they sort of bear those, those marks. Once this object has been described as a fingerprint, it's impossible not to see it that way. I keep returning to sections of fabric where differences in fading over time now seem like fingerprints, identifiable marks, marks of a person. Think about clothing and think about the clothing that you're wearing right now. When you take it off at the end of the day, it will have your scent on it it will hold in in some uh some small way the uh, uh piece of your body right not just because um you know you you sweat in it maybe you bleed um in it maybe you spill your coffee or your lunch on it um but because the way that fabric uh, hugs onto our body, right? It keeps our imprint. I, I think about that so often when I think about this, this quilt and how if we look close enough uh, and we can kind of piece it together, we can see those, those marks um, that actually come not from, you know, just this generic process of wear, but from actually the interaction of the bodies that wore them and the world around them, whether it was the coffee stain, um, the stain from the mud, the hole from getting it caught on, um, on a piece of barbed wire as you're going over a fence, uh, anything like that, right? So, so those are the things that I am, that I'm constantly thinking about um, when, when I look at this quilt and when I think about um, clothing and pieces of clothing, even its remnants as these, these objects of, of memory uh, about which we can learn so much about people, um, about which we can uh, get sort of access to these intimate histories uh, because they are a, a literal extension of, of the body that once, once wore them. The kinds of fabric used here mark a transition period, a period between what scholars call the rag trade, a trade of used clothing from the late 18th century into the early part of the 20th century, and the introduction of ready-made clothing, which came around especially in the South in the years after the Civil War. Ready-made clothing made clothing less expensive. The clothes in this quilt, which was produced around 1950 or 1960, were probably from the first or second generation of people to wear manufactured clothing. This is, this is when it starts to be slightly more commonplace uh, to keep these, uh, these pieces of clothing as 
um, as as memory objects, right? As ways to uh, remember the the person that uh, that once wore them. This is where the object starts to accumulate meaning. Somerville is making material choices, intentional choices, to create a particular kind of object. When Elijah reads that object, he thinks about it in the context of African-American life in Pickens County. The thing that that really um, confounds me, the thing that really um, forces me to look at this quilt and all of her quilts in another way um, is the, the larger sort of atmosphere of Pickens County. From 1886 to 1917, Pickens County, where Catherine Somerville um, was born, raised, and lived, uh, had 17 lynchings. I think about Catherine Somerville uh, coming of age as, as a young woman, 16, 17 years old um, in 1886, uh, and, and seeing this uh, incredible violence, this incredibly violent period happening around her, uh, happening throughout this, this pretty small rural uh, county where certainly she would have known of these lynchings. She would have known of the lynching sites. And, and she might as well also have known the people that were lynched. The last, actually, two lynchings in, in Pickens County, the last two documented ones, occurred in 1916 um, when a man named Sam Meeks um, was, was murdered by a mob. In 1917, when a man named uh, Poe Hibbler uh, was, was murdered by a white mob. Both of those people are or were contemporaries of Catherine Somerville, right? Uh, they were people born around the same time that she was. Uh, they were people that would have been around the same age um, of, of members of her family. Um, and, and, you know, when I think about this quilt, I think about them and I think about the, the ways in which the, the clothing, this everyday working clothing um, that Catherine Somerville is using, right, that she, for this quilt that she is taking from the worn out um, uh, clothing of her family members, um, I think about uh, the, the, the very same kinds of clothes that these men would have worn, right? They were uh, very much, of the, obviously, of the same race and the same social class as Catherine Somerville and her family members. They were laborers. Uh, they were wearing these same kinds of, of clothes and they uh, uh, and they were wearing through these same kinds of clothes. And so for me, at least, I can't separate. And I know it seems probably hearing this, it seems like a weird connection, but I can't separate uh, these little pieces, these scraps, these these remainders uh, of, of these clothing 
taken from the the black men in uh, in Catherine Somerville's family from uh, what I know were the same types of clothing worn by these these men who were lynched. My thanks to Elijah Gaddis for talking with us. Visit the museum this spring to see the log cabin quilt by Catherine Somerville on view in Object Lab. Visit our website at jcsm.auburn.edu for more.